Let's bring in Jeff Kleintop. Let's get this conversation started. It's Chief Global Investment Strategist at Charles Schwab. So, uh, Jeff, we've talked a lot about the dollars that breaks out again. What does this latest thrust higher mean? Potential risk of recession. And I think we're going to get, well, we may get the decision as to whether we're getting a recession or not within the next 10 days. We've got this Nord Stream pipeline, Europe's key source for Russian natural gas, shut down by Russia on Monday for a 10-day maintenance period, but there are concerns it may not restart again. Natural gas storage in Germany and all of Europe is only back to 62% uh, on its way to a target of 90% by the winter heating season, but we're not there. And so if supplies don't get reestablished, we're gonna look at cutting of electricity use, you know, uh, about uh, 6% of Germany's natural gas um, or 6% of electricity production is powered by natural gas. But if you take a look at this chart here, this is uh, where we are in terms of storage for this year. And in the immediate aftermath of the uh, the the war, we really didn't see um, any real problems here because natural gas flows continue. But now we're seeing we're kind of back to where we'd normally be at this time of year. But with this new shutdown taking place, officials in Germany, the country most dependent on these flows, express concern that they may not resume back to normal um, 10 days from now when they're supposed to restart uh, again. So a lot of concern. If this doesn't restart, you can see that really impacting natural gas users like uh, uh, chemical companies, big electricity users like uh, Germany's automotive companies. This could have a really big impact across Europe. Could also affect gas prices really around the world in Asia and the US. This is another chart here, an important one that shows about 6% of electricity production in, in Europe is generated from natural gas. That goes away, about 15%, actually, 40% of that coming from, from Russia. So it's about a 6% hit to electricity production. That's enough to cause a recession if it weren't being able to, uh, to be supplied. So watching this very carefully, again, repercussions around the world explains, I, I think, a bit of the dollar strength and, and more of the increasing concerns about this risk-off environment. Okay, so if there is more supply strain on the energy side, then we would assume those energy prices would go back higher again and that's the main recession risk yeah i think so i mean you'd see rationing of power it's not just that it costs more it's that it just wouldn't be available you'd see maybe cuts of up to six percent and the german officials have said look we're going to cut businesses before we cut power to consumers again there are many businesses dependent upon a steady stream of electricity obviously including those big heavy manufacturers germany is known for okay so uh, what will we be looking for, Jeff? We just want to know uh, if the uh, actual completion uh, takes place. Uh, how do we measure the, uh, the kind of daily changes in the amount of gas that's flowing? Yeah, let's watch this really carefully. Right now, the Nord Stream 1 pipeline is shut down. We want to watch that on July 21st. Does it get turned on and by how much? Does it just come back to 40% of capacity, which where it was uh, just before they shut it off, or does it come back to full capacity? So there's three scenarios. It doesn't come back on. It comes on only at 40% of capacity or comes back to full capacity. Three different scenarios, three different economic outcomes for Europe and the world. Okay, so as we're hoping uh, that tomorrow's print might give us uh, something positive on the inflation front, uh, the drop in commodity prices not going to be quite realized for this uh, trailing number, but uh, there is still some hope on the charts that uh, the pullback in that gas and some of the other commodities uh, will actually filter into a next 
inflation print that's better. So your point here is this is the type of stuff that could kind of muck that expectation up. Yeah, exactly. If this can push commodity prices back up again, you usually get this sort of process of a peak in inflation. It comes through commodities, then it bleeds into goods prices, and then finally service prices begin to roll over. They usually, uh, usually we don't all see prices everywhere peak at once. There's this process, commodities, goods, services. And if we're not seeing now that peak in commodities prices, if potentially that's going to move even higher, including key uh, commodity like energy, yeah, that could disrupt this idea that we're near a peak in inflation. Okay, so uh, Jeff, as we're looking at the uh, data that, uh, here's your point about kind of the process in which this goes, yeah. uh, here in the US, that's kind of what we've been looking for is where does the inflation show up next? If uh, uh, we've seen it in energy, we've seen it in some of the goods, now we've started to see some of that in services. Uh, is the hope here that uh, peak inflation is the end of the story? A kind of a reach for the bullish narrative then because if uh, we peak out but we stay very elevated i mean it seems like there are some forces that could still keep these inflation numbers quite elevated even if they have peaked yeah, I mean, a key ingredient for markets to form a bottom is a clear sign that inflation has peaked. And, you know, we're starting to see some of that in commodities like metals, you know, reacting to the weaker economic outlook and, and maybe energy, although, as I've noted, some things could, could uh, disrupt that here with the energy supplies in, in Europe. But we are starting to see it translate into goods. You know, I, I, in some of the recent reports, the PCE report from a week and a half ago for the U.S., uh, we got uh, uh, some German readings about a week or so ago, starting to show a peak in goods inflation. And we know that we've seen an abundance of inventory among retailers uh, in some areas of the tech chain, and, and now increasingly in manufacturing. We're, we've seen the, the latest PMI numbers showing a big surge in finished goods inventory. Now it manufactures, not just retailers. So this is starting to show up, and that could lead to a drop in goods prices in the next couple of months. So hopefully we see this flow through from commodities to goods, ultimately to inflation. You can see here in this chart of the PMI here, this one for Europe's manufacturers. The, the, the inventory reading here is nearly back to the peaks that we've seen over the last 20 years. So it really has built up. And in theory, that means uh, retailers and manufacturers might be cutting prices to move that inventory. A potential good sign for inflation. But as you noted, there are a number of things that could muck that up. Okay. All right. So the inventories are uh, at the point where they're going to have to clear stuff out. Apparently, uh, Target's just saying, don't even return your stuff right now. They'll just let you uh, keep it <laughs> if you want to give it back. A pretty interesting uh, potential workaround for having too much inventory. Uh, so, Jeff, uh, the kind of final thought then is, uh, do you expect uh, that uh, we should be uh, kind of gearing up for some kind of regime shift or until proven otherwise, should we assume that uh, the framework and the backdrop we've been working with here for the last six months is largely intact until some of these uh, bold reversals start to happen? Yeah, I think certainly for the next 10 days and possibly for the next couple of months, we're still in that boat. But I, I'm hopeful that some of these increasing signs we're seeing in abatement of inflation pressures begin to translate to uh, a better environment as we perceive what the Fed might need to do going forward and other central banks. So I'm looking more towards maybe the end of the summer, assuming natural gas supplies return in Europe and we continue to see this build in inventories, we might see that peak in inflation that begins to recede, that changes the regime in the markets but yeah it's still it's still some time away okay all right jeff thanks for the update like the uh short-term look at what to keep our eyes on for some of the energy specific uh, supply issues next 10 days uh gonna be interesting jeff kleintop chief global investment strategist charles Schwab. thank you sir